This show contains violent content and adult themes and may be inappropriate for some listeners. It also includes themes around communicable diseases and viruses, which may be difficult for some people to listen to right now. Damn it, the fire on the firebox is out. Anyone know how to restart it? Without blowing up the train? Which is now divided into two sections, one of which is now sitting on the tracks some miles back, surrounded by Horde Reborn? No, Doctor, that is outside my skill set. Well, we could just, uh, I don't know, the, the, there must be a tinderbox somewhere. Maybe we could get the fire going again. No, Richter's right. We don't know how to start it safely. We caused an explosion or a fire in a cab. We can't risk it. Fine, fine. Help me find a shovel. It must be near the boiler. My dear doctor, have you lost your mind? For Lofton. For his body. We have to bury him. An entire pack of reborn just tried to kill us, doctor. And the railroad tracks give them a pretty good idea which direction we're headed. You want to face those scarred freaks again for a body? Face them again? Where were you the first time when Lofton was dying from a sucking chest wound, Richter? Discretion is the better part of valor, Doctor. I never shoot at a man who might shoot back. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Ask Lofton if you don't believe me. son of a bitch! (laughs) McNaughton, stand down. We're not burying anyone. We leave the body. But Lieutenant, Lofton, he's still back there. He would understand. But don't you think he deserves- I said he would understand. I fought alongside the man for six years. He saved your life today. He must have saved mine a dozen times. When this is over, I will see his sister personally. But we are on mission, so we stick to the plan. And the plan is to get to Harrisburg, where we rendezvous with Anna and the containment team, and get that goddamn anthrax back into our custody. If the train engine can't take us, then we walk. But we will do our jobs. Am I clear? Well, gentlemen... I wish you the best of luck. You're coming with us, Richter. (laughs) No, 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 Lieutenant. I most definitely am not. I'm glad you're enjoying our many scenic tourist attractions, but I have to live here. If you think I'm walking into a combine village and explaining to the powers that be that their train has been hijacked and decoupled, well, someone misinformed you about our arrangement. Richter. Look, look. Just save the threats. You're not going to hurt me. As much as you might want to, I'm the OTI's most reliable asset in Penny, and you know it. There will be operations after this one. You need my name on your side of the ledger. Keep following the train tracks and you'll get to Harrisburg in a day or so. You can meet your friends, if if they're still alive, at the Smelting Pod. It's a tavern on Linglestown Road. That's our rendezvous point. With any luck, they'll be there. If not, well, when the Mid-Atlantic becomes one giant quarantine zone, at least I'll know why. And, uh, for whatever it's worth, uh, I do hope you succeed. Are we just gonna let him go? Lieutenant! Forget him, Doctor. Let's get moving. We have a long way to go. Private James Lofton, Springfield, Massachusetts. No, no. Altoona, Pennsylvania. Cause of death, thoracic trauma, 
specifically tension pneumothorax as a result of a gunshot wound. <laughs> Typical combat death. Could have been prevented if I'd performed needle decompression. Didn't bring the equipment. Stupid. Going into, into Pennsylvania without a 10-gauge needle? <laughs> what was I thinking? I, I am making a note to report myself to the Order's Council of Ethics when we return to Boston. Doc, you talking to yourself or... Hmm? Oh. Oh, you got that thing on again. Doc, I'm sorry about your best friend, mm. but we're on the clock Mm-mm. right now. You sure this is the best time Mm-mm. to... No, he wasn't my friend. He didn't even like me. And he died for me. He died for me, Anna. I, I gotta make the report now, because I couldn't do it while we were walking here. Bayless said uh, we had to be quiet because those 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 people were still out there. I know, Doc. I'm sorry. I couldn't be there. Don't be ridiculous. You couldn't, you couldn't fit your horse on that train. <laughs> we, we had to split up. But I was there. I saw it. I saw it, and I need... To report it, need to need to report how Lofton died for um, for posterity. The world needs to know he was a hero, Anna. Hmm? The world needs to know. Doc, I get it. I do. I've lost people too. It's hard, but you need to sharpen up. We just wandered into Harrisburg with no train and no fixer. <laughs> Richter, that man was a coward. Do you know he? Kid, during the attack. I know, Doc. You told yeah. me. And we talked about history, you know? History, I thought he was going to help us, but then he left. Guys like Richter look out for number one, Doc. Way of the world. But he told us where we were supposed to meet your boys, and we're here. We're one wrong word away from being pulped, but we're here. Now, we just need to keep a low profile. He was a coward, Anna. Richter, Richter was a coward. I'm gonna go get you some water, Doc. Stay here. Don't move now. Coward. McNaught, keep your voice down. I leave for two minutes and you start yelling? You wanna get us killed? I'm just trying to finish my report. People keep interrupting me. Trying to report about... uh, Lofton. Lofton. God damn it, Doctor. This mission has already tipped sideways and you're trying to tilt us all the way over. I told you to order a drink to blend in, not to get slushed. Pull yourself together or so help me, I will drag you outside and secure you. Now. Hey, you aren't from around here, are you? Always good to see new faces in that, especially since we don't get many travelers drinking here. Smelting pot is mostly for digger types, you know? I'm Bert Novick. Guess you might call me the foreman around here, or, or what passes for one in a little hole in a hill like Harrisburg. Where you from? We're from Maryland. We're here to buy some coal for our village. Oh, I've been over there. I've been all over. What town you belong to? Emmitsburg. Oh, sure. I've been to Emmitsburg. Used to ride security on a mule wagon train from here to Frederick. Pass right through there and that. Does that old man Gunnison still ride that big white Clydesdale up and down Seton Ave? Well... Of course, you would know, because you ain't never set foot in Seton Ave, or Emmitsburg, or Maryland. Yins are a couple of Udys. Look, friend, the fact is our business is our own. We're not looking for conversation. So why don't I buy you a drink and you see your way back to the bar? Oh, I can take a hint. I'll be on my way. Just one last question before I go. What's that? Where is our goddamn train, Yudi?
I don't know what you... You must think penny men are pretty stupid. Our coal shipment goes missing, and within a day, three shifty-looking outsiders with UD accents show up in a digger bar and start casing the place? Now look, this is your chance to make it right. What happened? Bit off more than you could chew? There's a lot of coal on that train. More you could carry? So what, you ice the engineer, then you come back here and try to sell some of our own coal back? <laughs> it's a gut move, I'll give you that. It's not a brain move, but it's a gut move. We, we didn't kill the engineer. Well, that's good to know, son. That's good to know. Now, we got search parties working from both ends of the track. They'll find our train soon, if they haven't already. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what they can expect? McNaughton, shut up. Look, my friend is drunk. He's talking out the wrong hole. We have no quarrel with you. So why don't we just be on our way That ain't you... gonna cut no ice with me. We tried to help your friend, you know that? That other Yudi. We tried to help in it. Well, let's just say I'm about out of patience with boys from the United Territories. Grab that girl, the one trying to sneak out the side. She's one of them. Hey! Let go of me! Last chance, son. Ugh. You gonna tell us what the cob went on with our train? I've got nothing to say. Well, I asked. I ain't Nebby. What about you, lady? You got something to say? He... He speaks for all of us. Like I said, fellas work in both sides of the tracks. They'll find our coal hauler soon enough. Don't much matter what you got to say about it, I guess. But since the both the, uh, the strong silent types, there's nothing else for it. See, I work for a living. All us do here, right, fellas? Yeah. Yeah. And we don't make the rules. Mess with the train, you get strung up. That'll go for the other UD2 if you weren't halfway out of the door already. Sully! Get some rope. And wake Jack Catch. Tell the Meachins up there in the hill. There's gallows work to be done. Yins will be sliding off the three-leg stool tonight. Hope it was worth it. Wait, wait! Begging won't do yins no good. Like I say... I don't make the rules. The other United Territories, man, that the, uh, the UD, uh, you said he was halfway out the door. You mean sick? Yeah, huh? Fever, uh, trouble breathing, maybe coughing up blood. Yeah, that's right. Has he been in contact with anyone else? How many? Yinji asking a lot of questions for someone who got nothing to say a minute ago. What's all this to you? Even him what's sick will last the instory. Listen to me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Your whole village is in danger. You have to take me to the sick man as soon as possible. And uh, you have to figure out who's been in contact with him and quarantine those people. You have to do it now before it's too late. You're just stalling for time and it ain't gonna work. Please! Keep us under guard. You can hang us after, but you have to let me examine the infected. You have family? Of course. They're in danger. Look, we'll tell you everything. Doctor! No, we will tell you everything. But you have to let me examine the infected. I'm guessing there's no harm in postponing the hempen jig. But that's all this is, just so we're clear. Rules is rules. I'll take you to him that's sick. Your friend is back there through that door. Quite a story you told about that canister. I'll run it down the shaft, but I don't promise nothing. Thank you. For your own safety, I'm going to ask that you not come in. Think I'm crazy? I'm not going in there! We will be right outside the door, though. Right outside. Try to start something stupid, we come in shooting. Fair? Fair. Thank you. Can I have my bag? Can I have my mask and gloves at least? Whatever. 
Just take the damn bag and that. Same difference. I'm showing you Udy's a lot more trust than you showed us Pennymen at the smelting pot. But if what you're saying is for real, I guess we don't got much choice. I know, and I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, let's go. You and Anna are staying out here, Lieutenant. I need to debrief the survivor. This is not a discussion. You're right, it's not. I'm not risking any more exposure than I have to. You get us to the canister, I decide how to contain the disease. That was the deal? This is my call. Now, excuse me. Let him go, LT. This is why you brought him here, right? Because he knows what to do. Good evening. My name is Dr. Daniel McNaughton. I'm a paleopathologist with the Order of Hippocrates in Boston. I'm here to examine you. Jesus, Buddha and Ali come a long way, Doc. I'd shake your hand, but considering the circumstances... (laughs) (coughs) Let's just say I'm glad you're here. Well, it's uh, nice to meet you. Uh, Don't try to get up. I'm going to record your examination on this device, all right? It's uh, like a wax phonograph, but digital pre Oh, fancy. Do what you need to do, Doc. Thank you. What's your name? Joshua Mulder. Private, 9th, Newark. Can I call you Joshua? Sure. How old are you? 22. For the record, this is Dr. Daniel McNaughton, preliminary examination of patient zero, male, age 22. Visual examination. Patient has visible skin lesions on his chest, face, and arms. Apparent edema of the abdomen. Joshua, I'm going to apply some light pressure to your stomach. Let me know if it hurts. All right, that's good. Thank you. Uh, I see a bloody tissue. You've been coughing up blood? Yeah. Yeah, for the last day or so. How often? Um, first every hour or so. Now every couple minutes, seems like. Do you know where you are? Pennsylvania. Made it to Harrisburg. When? About one day ago. Patient exhibits severe hematemesis, escalating in frequency, slightly tachycardic, visible pallor. Oriented to time and place, neurologic functioning obviously not diminished. Don't know what any of that means, but I'm guessing you're not going to give me good news, huh, boss? No, Joshua, I'm not. If, If we were in Boston, I could petition the hospital for lab work to see what options we might have, but out here, there's nothing I can do but make you more comfortable. I'm sorry. Okay. I, uh... Okay, yeah, I, I guess I already knew that. Can you tell me what happened? We got out of Newark out of the horde, like, right ahead. Chester held them off, held the choke point on his own to give the rest of us time to escape. Bravest thing I ever saw. How many of you escaped? The four of us. Me, the Sarge, Lucas, and Bridget. I mean, Privates, Mulfani, and... O'Gorman. And you had the canister. Oh, the thing that killed me? The stuff in the canister? Yeah. Sarge had it in his back. And what happened after you got out of Newark? Beelined for Scranton, like we were supposed to, but... Well, we picked up a tail. The Horde found you. No, no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, as far as I know... The dope freaks never got within ten miles of us after Newark. No, we got pinged by some standard-issue devil hogs. 
a dozen thugs on friggin' bikes, and they managed to do what the entire Newark war throng couldn't. All those hundreds of badass reborn couldn't touch us, and we got rolled by some vultures that probably made their nut raiding friggin' pioneer convoys, roughing up women and children. <laughs> Funny, right? <laughs> they got Lucas first. He tricked us with the Revan engines. We could hear them in the distance. We thought they were still back a ways, but a few crept up on us. Friggin' smarter than we thought. Lucas took a few steps out of camp for a piss and didn't come back. They rolled his head back towards us like it was a lawn bowl. It stopped right in front of the campfire. Bastards must have had a good laugh watching us jump. Me and Bridget, we kind of lost it at that point. Clicked a full auto, lit up the brush around camp. Probably didn't hit anything but trees, but we'd, we'd had our limit. Anyway, we made enough noise putting holes in bark to conceal the approach of our own friggin' ambushers. When my mag tapped out, I turned around. Bridge and Sarge were dead. And a bunch of grinning assholes wearing boar heads like hats had me beaded. I'm, uh, I'm sorry about your team. What happened then? We did the captor captive thing, man. What are you holding? Screw you, I ain't telling you shit, that whole deal. Hell, it's not like I knew anyway. Militia says guard this can, you guard the can. Nobody thinks you need to know what's inside in order to friggin' die for it. But those assholes killed my friends, and I wasn't gonna make it easy for them. So they decided to find out the hard way. The leader. This guy wearing boar's tusks on either side of his face like they was sideburns or some shit. He opens Sarge's pack and grabs a canister. Twists it open like it was a soda pop. I kind of tensed up. You know, figured we were about to get, like, gassed or something. But inside was this little cylinder with maybe, I don't know, half a dozen syringes around it like a bandolier. So Tusk Face, he pulls out a syringe and gives me this toothy friggin' grin. Before I know it, three of the devil hogs have me on the ground and he friggin' stuck me. Just to see what would happen. Holy triad. Yeah, I don't think the savior, the Buddha, or the prophet were too involved in this. But I guess I'll get a chance to ask him soon, right? Can you, uh... I'm sorry, is this too much? We can... We can take a break if you want. Yeah, I don't know if we can. It's like... Everything's dimming. Don't know how much longer the lamp's gonna last. The way I figure, my mission is to get you the info you need. If you have any questions, you better ask me now. Can you describe what happened after they injected you, Joshua? Um, for about half an hour, nothing. I thought I'd be, like, twitching and frothing at the mouth or some shit when they stuck me. But basically, we all waited around, and nothing happened. I was starting to think maybe I was okay. Maybe whatever was in the canister died, you know? I mean... It was a hundred years old, right? Well, guess a freaking again. Like I said, after about half an hour, I started to feel feverish, like I had a cold, aching muscles, started sweating even though it was pretty chill out. Then, maybe half an hour after that, these, these gross things started showing up on my skin. Uh, what do you call them? Lesions. 
Yeah, lesions. Started on my arm where they stuck me. First a couple, then more. Tracking towards my chest and up my neck and face. An hour or so after they first showed up, I looked like a freaking pizza. That's about when I started coughing up blood. At this point, the hogs are starting to look a little freaked out. The guys guarding me are starting to edge away. One of them goes and talks to Tuskface, who's got the syringe bandolier in his satchel, by the way. F figured that might be good to know. Anyway, he starts to look worried too. Gotta tell you, boss. Watching those goddamn porkers start to sweat almost makes the whole thing worth it. Almost. Anyway, at this point I figure, end of the road. They're gonna shoot me, be done with it. But instead, they frog march me into this shit, I don't know, like wheelbarrow thing attached to the rear of one of their bikes. Have me sit in it like I'm some kid at a tractor pull. I, I gotta be honest, I was starting to fade in and out at that point. But they dropped me off here on the edge of town. Guess the Sarge got us pretty close after all. Some folks from town found me, brought me to this building, here I am. Did any of the Devil Hogs look sick to you after they injected you? No. No, they, they kept a close watch on me, but they kept their distance too. Anyway, I didn't see anyone start to look sick. Of the shit that's inside me. Some old disease, is that the deal? That's right. I can explain it to you if you want. Oh, hell, don't bother. I'm living it. It hurts like a bitch. And it'll freaking kill me. So I figure I got the prot strokes. <laughs> anyway. I hope this has been freaking enlightening. You've been extremely helpful, Joshua. More than you know. You've helped save lives by talking to me. And you and your friends, your heroes, to get that contagion away from the Horde no matter what happened. People will know what you did, I promise you that. Thanks. But I don't think you've thought this all the way through, boss. See, for the last couple hours, I've been lying here, wondering why the hell those bastards let me go. Why not just shoot me and be done with it? I think I figured it out. Those bikers... They're not like the freaks. They're not loyal to some friggin' king. They're, they're just looters. Looking to take shit from the weak and sell to anyone they don't think they can kill. They got something, but they don't know what exactly. I think they dropped me off to see what happens. To me, and to the town. I think they're still out there, watching. Like this is some friggin' experiment. And I think maybe... They brought friends. Cook! Have you made contact? I'm attempting the transmission now, Alpha. Receiving. Who broadcasts? This is Gina Headtrip. Alpha of the Fayetteville Throng, we are operating Do in... not state your location. Uh, of, of course, Shade. My apologies. I humbly greet the House of Shadows. The Shades of Dumham Umbra know you, Gina Hitrip. We have received your dead-dropped reports. 
You take great risk contacting us directly. I do not exercise this authority lightly, Shade. I have vital information that must be relayed immediately. Then speak quickly. You are aware of our mission. We seek an object stolen away from Newark by the United Territories. A canister. Our enemies have sent a physician and some guards to retrieve the canister and return it to New Boston. We recently interviewed a woman who traveled with them, an engineer. She revealed much, and we honored her contribution in the usual fashion. And is this source reliable? Cook, play the recording. Yes, Alpha. Beginning playback. <laughs> oh, God! Please, no more! I'll tell you whatever you want. And you understand what happens when you lie, slave? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I wanted to tell you the truth. I swear your it. Your king appreciates your honesty. Praise. Praise the king in Atlanta. Now, who were the passengers on your train? A doctor. Mac something. He was with two soldiers. They were all Udys. They were with a penny man. Richter. He's some kind of big muck with the combines. That's how they got onto the train. There was another one. A woman on a horse, but she traveled on her own. I only saw her once, but I can tell you what she looks like. Never mind she... that. Where were they going? Harrisburg. They were gonna get off at Harrisburg. I think they were supposed to meet someone there or receive something. Something important. That's all I know. Look, I barely spoke to them. I just drive the train, okay? Now, please. I've told you everything. Let me go. You... I mean, our king. He doesn't want trouble with the Combines, right? I drive their train. I'm trusted. I have a much greater honor for you than simple freedom, slave. You do? You will demonstrate the reach of our kingdom. I... I will. I mean, yes! I will! Of course I will! Not with words, slave. Words are soon forgotten. But as a shrine. As a shrine, you will be remembered. Stake her to the ground, what? Redgrass. What are you doing? No! No! Playback disabled. I see. Interesting. There's more. We followed the lead. I sent my best scout into Harrisburg. Redgrass, report. Earlier this evening, I infiltrated the village and climbed to the roof of an abandoned structure, Alpha. I saw the villagers escorting two men and a woman towards some sort of secure building. That must be the location of the canister. Alpha, you will keep the Doma Mombrail informed of your progress. Whatever is in the canister is obviously of great value. You will retrieve it. On my life, Shade, it will be done. Atlanta's eyes are on your pack, Gina Headdrip. The royal court watches. You understand this? What it means? Glory and honor. Only if you succeed, Alpha. The House of Shadows has broken off transmission, Alpha. Redgrass! 
How many people occupy the village? I estimate around 60, my alpha. The time for subtlety is past. We currently number eight after the loss of last gasp. If we can't rent 60 once born, we are not worthy of our rebirth. By this time tomorrow, that canister will be in our possession and its contents rightfully returned to our glorious king. Alpha, this once born approached our den. He claims he wants to speak with you. Does he? How unexpected. Welcome, slave. How do you wish to serve your king? I'd be easy to say what I've got to say if this vazy son of a bitch would let go of my goddamn neck. Drop him, brother. He's once born. I'll crush his windpipe. I said drop him! <laughs> Apologies, Alpha. The sin of my brothers and sisters faded, and his prey odor overcame me. I need another hit of Phoenix. You'll make do like the rest of us house with fury. Our hunt has not afforded us time to resupply. You've been rationed what you require to function. Are you weaker than your brothers and sisters that you require special treatment? Does our pack have an Omega? No, no. No, Alpha. I, I have all that I need. I'm pleased to know that, brother. Well, glad we worked that out. Travis Knapp, Sergeant-at-Arms for the Clifton Iron Tusks. We're merchants. You're looters. You robbed the weak. We've built many shrines to our king from your fellow merchants in Georgia, Travis Knapp. Coming here was a mistake. Oh, hell yeah. A lot of dead devil hogs down south for sure. Well, you kill us, we kill you back. See this patch on my vest? And this one. And oh, hey, here's another. You earn these by killing reborn. Beautiful. Turns out there's no amount of meds that'll let you pick bugshot out of the back of your skull. <laughs> Nothing personal, it's all just business. But that's for another day. Today, I'm here to parlay. You see, I'm your neighborhood dealer, and I have something you dope freaks crave. You're here to sell us drugs. <laughs> Atlanta has chemists that produce amphetamines by the drum load. You have nothing to offer us. Howls with Fury? This distraction ends now. You wanted to crush his windpipe, be my guest. Whoa, gorgeous, whoa. <laughs> Slow down. I'm not holding speed today. I got something much better. And it even comes with a free sample. See this syringe? We took it off some dumbass UT kid a couple days back. It was inside this canister that he really didn't want us to open. Do I have your attention? I'm listening. We stuck the kid with the needle and he got sick. Real fast. So we rolled him into Harrisburg to see if whatever we gave him was, uh, wh what's the word? Ah, contagious. And then while we were watching, we spot that little hottie over there, up on the roof. Hey, sweetheart. And we followed her back to you. Doesn't take a genius to figure out you're tracking our canister. So, I figure you and I could sit down. I will cut chunks from you and feed them to you raw until you tell me where that canister is. My club's got bikes, love. It's kind of our thing. First sign of trouble, we'll leave you in the dust. If you want that shit this bad, someone else will too. You will tell me how to approach your group undetected and you will watch as we rip your people apart. <laughs> Hard as you are, I will not. Or at least not for a long time. 
<laughs> You're really gonna have to go to town on me. And judging by Twitchy over there, time is something you got in short supply. Whatever you juice with, it's running low, babe. He's feeling it. And I bet you are too. Withdrawal's a bitch with a whip, huh? <laughs> now, why don't you let go of me? And we can negotiate. Mm. That's better. Y'all bring your cooks with you, right? Have yours take a look at this shit tonight. Like I said, free sample. Then, tomorrow, follow 83 till you get to a collapsed bridge that used to span the river. We'll be there, and we can discuss a mutually beneficial arrangement. I'll see myself out now. See you bright and early, beautiful. I'll be thinking about you all night. Cook? Yes, Alpha? Turn that goddamn thing off! Is it anthrax? Is he infected? Anthrax. Lieutenant, that disease is anthrax in the sense that a knife and a nuclear bomb are both weapons. No, no don't come any closer. I have to burn these clothes. I wore a mask and gloves, but keep your distance for at least an hour. Holy triad, it progresses so fast. The militiaman, who is he? What's his condition? His name is, is Joshua, Joshua Molitor. He's practically a kid. He's in the advanced stages of infection, experiencing organ failure. I gave him some laudanum to ease the pain and help him sleep. I, I don't think he'll wake up again. I hope he won't. May he pass in peace. You done? Did you learn what you needed to know? Listen to me. This is what we have to do. We have to find every person who is within five feet of the patient. Anyone who feels feverish, is experiencing flu-like symptoms. We need to quarantine them, and we need to do it now. That boy in there went from healthy to terminal in about three days. I've studied ancient diseases my entire adult life, and I have never seen anything like this. I have no idea how contagious this NX1 strain is, but if it's anything like what I've read about, this entire town could be gone inside a week. If we had a field tent and enough pre and nanobiotic inhibitors, I could do this right. I need to isolate the contagion. That's the first step. There's something else. Yes, I know. You need to hang us. If you let me do what I can to prevent this disease from spreading, I will put the noose around my neck when this is over. Please, you have to understand how serious this is. Oh, you're off the hook there, Bonesetter. At least you're out of the cave-in and into the fire dam. What? Our fellas, they found our train. You ever heard of a butcher shrine? No. It's a horde thing. They take a fella, see, and they kneel him down and stake his hands to the ground. Then they slice a blade across his belly so his guts spill out in a big pile in front of him while he watches. Then they light some candles and place them all around the whole mess. It's a tribute, see? A meat sacrifice to the Butcher King. I seen him when I was working the mule train. I seen him in Maryland and Delaware, but I never heard of it happening in Penny. Not till now. Like I said, they found our train. And in front of it, they found a butcher shrine that used to be the engineer. So I guess you could say you fellas' stories check out. The way I see it, we got Rod in the house and a wolf at the door. Figure we can use all the help we can get. There's more. The militiaman told me he was brought here by bandits, uh, devil hogs? He thinks they dropped him here to see what would happen, and that they're lurking nearby. Shriveled lung! You're about as lucky as a dead canary in a collapsed shaft, you know that? 
I'll go rouse everybody and find out if anybody's feeling poorly. That girl, the copper, she says you're some big shot doctor from New Boston. That you can help anybody who's come down with whatever that boy in there got? Is that true? I will do everything I can to help your people. You have my word. <laughs> That's not quite a yes, is it? But since our circuit doc ain't due back for another two weeks, I guess we work the scene with the miners we got. You fix our people, doc. We'll do what we can to keep you alive while you do. We don't have a moment to spare. As of now, this entire town is under quarantine. No one leaves their homes. Thank the holy triad, it's the middle of the night. Uh, you and I will go door to door and conduct interviews. I have some uh, antimicrobial ointment for my face mask. It should offer some protection while we determine who has symptoms, if we limit exposure. Only I will go to the door. You, stand far back, just show me which houses are occupied. How many families live in the area? Maybe 40. We're a close-knit community. Most everybody's got a cottage up on Pakistan Hill. There are a couple more on the riverbank. Forty doors. Uh, if we start now, we can be done by morning. Let's get going. We have a lot to do before sunrise. Remainder was created and written by Will Eisenberg and Dave Reaney. Directed by Matthew Reaney. Original music by Marty Eisenberg. Recording, editing, Foley, and AD by Jane Dashow. Production assistance by Nicole Scandifio. Starring Harry Aspinwall, Corey Boten, Emma Brock, Eric Chesky, Ken Dashow, John D. Silvestri, Denitra Faith, Amadeo Fusca, Courtney Gift, Toger Hansen, Joshua Kachnik, Laura King Otazo, Kate Laurie, Malik Rashad, Matthew Rini, Michael Saitau, Janelle Sosa, and Adam Souza. Hey, this is Dave Rini, one of the creators of Remainder. Putting together this podcast was a labor of love for us. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, it would really mean a lot to us if you'd rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever your favorite podcast app is. It really does help other people find us. And don't forget to tell all of your friends to listen too. Thanks a lot.